like to welcome everybody to another episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. And this is your other host, Jenna. How you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, actually. I'm how really, you, really good. How you feeling? I'm in a great space. Good space. Good mental space. Cleanse good. from last week. Okay. Let's had some things occur last week. Okay. That we don't have to talk that about. That we won't expound on. That's fine. Just as long as you, but, but, you know. But I'm good. Okay. I'm good, too. You look really good. You look Thank real you, professional. Darling. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. Dog got the new, the new job. Thank you. Signed the, signed the, when you signed the offer letter. When you signed the offer letter. My dog secured that bag. secure all bag. A hefty bag. A nice bag. Can I get some lunch? Yeah, you, you just gotta wait till I get paid. I'm, I'm gonna send you over a couple little dollars. Okay. I'm gonna you gonna hit a cash cap. Cha-ching. Why you gotta bring up cash app? Cha-ching. You know, a cash app is a sensitive subject over here. Not for me, because I barely use it, so it's sensitive for well, you. Well, actually, I barely use it too, but according to others, I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gotta expel oh, that right man. now. Oh man! So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would most definitely pay for your lunch. Um. I'm gonna keep taking them jab till I'm tired. Shit. It's how you delete this. I see this. I keep going. We're gonna roll with this one. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm catch Cha Ching. Okay. You're gonna hear this notification. Cha Ching. I appreciate you. No problem. How Anytime. was work? I mean not work. How was your weekend? My weekend was fine. Um I got um I didn't too, do too much of anything. I just hung out with the fam. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, I didn't do nothing. Okay. My weekends be so boring now. I literally don't go out like I used to no more. I've I don't know what happened. I think it's I the just, adult life. I just don't. I went to Matt. I went to Oak Brunch. Okay, brunch at Oak. Mm-hmm. Um, my homegirls. They thought they kidnapped me, but I left their ass right where they was at, <laughs> <laughs> and they Ubered right on home. <laughs> Lord. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't even be in a mood. I turn down invitations to everything now. Okay. I just say, though. It is what it is. But, yeah, my weekend was eventful, but not in the sense of how it usually is, like, turned up eventful. It was, like, on some professional business. Cute, nice, you know. Yeah. So, on Saturday. Mr. Williams type mi- vibe. Mr. Williams Mr. type Mr. vibe. Mr. Williams, okay. Yeah. So, on Saturday, I sat on um, the scholarship committee um, for Friends of Fam Inc. And of course, Friends of Fam Inc. They're over Be Out Day Atlanta. And for those who don't know what Be Out Day Atlanta is, it's it was started by some FAMU alum. It was an event that actually started on the actual campus of, of FAMU, um, where everybody is literally outside. The whole purpose of it is for people to be outside doing activities and things like that. So the FAMU alum that are here in Atlanta okay. brought the brought the event here and t- but the sole purpose of it is not just to be outside but to also raise money um for scholarships yeah for incoming freshmen who are going to fam and then returning second year um sophomores right. can apply as well so i sat on that committee um with me being on the committee of course i had to read applications um 
read essays and then on Saturday, like the actual thing, we sat in on interviews of the students who apply. So it was really dope seeing like the behind the scenes work of what Friends of Friends of Fam Inc. does, opposed mm-hmm. to just being in attendance to the actual Be Out Day event, which is August 10th. Yeah, I know they work hard every Ex- year. Extremely yeah, hard to raise so. the money. So um, if you guys who are listening, who are interested in donating to, you know, the Be Out Day scholarship, all of the information and the link is in the Friends of Fam Inc. Instagram bio. So if you guys want to donate to the cause, I'm sure they'll be more than appreciative. But the goal this year is to raise twenty. $20,000 in scholarship. It's either 20000 or 25000 I'm not 100% sure. The goal is to raise money. As much money as possible. Period. So, yeah. Um, and also, since we're on Be Out Day, um, might as well just go ahead and shout out a couple of events that are going out, going on in conjunction with Be Out Day. So, on Friday, there's a pre-Be Out Day party at Revel, which is a course by Day Snatchers. And I'm hella excited about that party. I've never been to Revel. That venue... I heard it's nice though. I heard it's, it's dope. It's nice as fuck. Like, cause last year it was a movie. Like, I wasn't. I didn't know, you know, what Rebel looked like. So when I walked in, it was a whole new experience for me. So I'm extra excited this year to see what it's gonna be like. And then, of course, Saturday is actual Be Out Day event. And then after Be Out Day, there's a day party at Alibi. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have a nice lineup. A great lineup. Yeah. At Alibi. Yep. The and day parties at Alibi. On, so I'm talking about my weekend. I did go see Lion King on Friday. Did you oh, see you Lion did? King? No, I haven't seen it yet. I have to wait. I have to wait. So, I'm going to keep it a buck about Lion King. So, I, like we said in the previous episode, Lion King is my favorite Disney movie. Period. Yeah, but was it good to you? It was okay. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and down the live action, it was okay. Like, it was certain, like, the people who've already seen Lion King, like, that were my age, like, the first one. Yeah, I've seen Lion King, the original. Were, like, disappointed. Oh, in this one. But it wasn't a bad movie. Like, for the kids who've never seen it, they're going to love it. They're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. But the the people who are my age, they were like, there's nothing like the original. So they did us a disservice. Because, like, there were some parts that were in the first movie that weren't in this movie. Like yeah, I heard the hi- I heard the hyena scene wasn't in the, the movie. The hyena scene with Scar when they did the be pre- be prepared. It paled in comparison. Like I was like, is this the same damn song? Like my no. friend Ashley was like, it was spoken word. Cause you know in the first one it's real dramatic. Yeah, it's like the horns. It's, it's dark. Like dark. Yeah. Every like you feel it. I didn't feel it. Okay, M- no. Mufasa dying. I didn't feel like when I watched Mufasa dying in the cartoon version, a nigga will shed a tear if you catch me at the right moment. This one, I was just like, oh, okay, Mufasa okay, he died. died. Mm. He did. Okay. I don't know then. I don't know if I will. And then also, you know, like Rafiki, he, you know, in the first one, he was very like animated, very funny, very kooky. He still had those same qualities in the live action, but his character was very, very limited. So it wasn't. So what was the point of them even making it, the movie? It was literally like very much similar. Uh-huh. I would say about ninety five percent of the movie is exactly the same, but it was like you know, key things in it that were missing. For it's me. crazy that you that that we're saying this about Lion King because the movie was bomb. Mm-hmm. The Broadway is bomb. Every somebody else said the Broadway is bomb, but I've like, I've never seen the Broadway, but I've heard that that Lion King on Broadway that ain't nothing to fuck with. That's like 
for real. Grade A top level Broadway. So now that it now that everybody's saying what they have to say about the live action mm-hmm. Lion King, it's it's starting to piss me off because I'm trying to figure out who at that table, <laughs> Mister Damn Mark. Yeah, there were just some things that needed to. Because I have yet to listen to the um, soundtrack. You know, Beyonce, there's two, so like the original soundtrack Beyonce's, and then Beyonce's Beyonce, the gift. The, the the real soundtrack, Beyonce. Oh. I mean, let's just face it. Everybody's didn't nobody listen to the original soundtrack. Yeah, so I listened <laughs> to it. I listened to Beyonce's album. The, the, oh, I'm talking about the original soundtrack. No, I didn't. Listen not to Beyonce. It. Exactly. That's why I said Beyonce. Nobody so really I listened, listened to, to it. it. It's 27 songs. It's 57 minutes long. Um, I love it from beginning to end. It's like great, great production, great sound. But of course, what else can you expect? So I heard Beyonce it was album? like it's like a. Um, I because I haven't listened to, I heard it's like an Afro Beats type yeah, album. Very so much is so. it like the the uh, the Davido song, Davido, Davido, Davido? You don't, damn it, Antonio! I, you know what? I, don't mean, I am I gonna don't sit. I am so tired of you and your your refusal to listen and to and to no, know certain I'm pretty, music. I'm pretty sure I've listened to it, but I just the, don't know the name. If I die, you say I love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's yeah, it's like that. It's like that's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. Is it like that? It's very similar. Very okay. similar. Um, my so, bunny, my bunny. You know that. Mm-mm. <laughs> it don't sound nothing like that. <laughs> but no. But the the sound, excuse me, the standout songs on the album, of course, for me, are Mood Forever. Beyonce, yeah, I heard she talked that shit Beyonce on that got one. on that bitch and talked that shit. Okay, that's good. Like, pretty much. I like when she talks shit. Stay in your fucking lane. I'm Beyonce. I like when she talks shit. That's like, sometimes it's needed. I love when she talks And then the that. other song that is just like resonating with everybody is Brown Skin Girl. It has Blue Ivy on there. It has another right. artist. And, of course, Beyonce is on there. And I, I love the song because I just feel like, you know, I'm all about the empowerment of black people and upliftment of our community and making us feel actually good about ourselves. It has a great message behind it. And I originally, upon listening to it, I felt like it would – unify oh no honey i thought it was gonna unify all the black you no. know all the brown skin no. girls no but in typical brown skin girl fashion yeah no the claws it's come not out. even typical brown girl brown girl fashion it's typical society fashion you can't do shit these days without somebody feeling some type of way and like, making a big deal it's annoying it. and so since we we're gonna go ahead and segue to the jesters of the week my jesters of the week are the individuals who are who just are enjoying music. Like, like people just don't enjoy music yeah, for no. what the fuck it is anymore. No. It's always, like, got to be a think piece. Always got to be yeah. some type of hidden message. So right now, the issue with Brown Skin Girl is, you know, in the in the song, Beyonce um, mentions Naomi Campbell, Kelly Rowland, Lupita Nyong'o. So because she mentions those three famous women, Women feel like it's the song is just for dark skinned brown girls. That don't even make sense to me. Like how fucking stupid do you have to be to <laughs> think that just because she mentioned three dark skinned beautiful black women, by the way, that it's just for y'all. Yeah, no, that's I don't I give it's a damn sense. how dark or how light you are. You're still black. You still black and you still brown. So, okay, so in question, what the fuck do they want Beyonce to do? Say light-skinned, brown-skinned girl? People are stupid. Like, for real, because at the end of the day, who the hell going to do all that? And and 
people don't think, and here's my thing. If you are a true Beyonce fan, you know that she's all about inclusivity, Hello. diversity, and bringing everybody together. Why the fuck do you think she's going to make a song called Brown Skin Girl and it just be about dark-skinned girls? And she has a brown-skinned daughter who Blue Ivy is on the light, lighter side she of the is. spectrum. I mean, Beyonce is like... Do you think she's not going to make a song that her daughter can listen to and feel empowered about? Like, y'all need to get a fucking grip. Get a grip. Yeah, because Beyonce definitely like... Because to white people, they don't, they don't give a damn... Dark skin black, you a nigga. Mm-hmm. Middle skin black, you a nigga. Light skin black, you a nigga. So all the, it's all, it never fails. All that divisiveness, it goes back <laughs> to like the slave times. Like that shit is annoying as fuck. Like you gonna sing the song for me? Hmm? You gonna sing the song? Brown skin girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's just that's like enough. That. That's enough. I'm I gotta listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, listen to I'm it. Listen but no, to I, it. I just I'm giving y'all the justice of the week for that because it's dumb. Like everybody, that should have been a beautiful moment for black skin girls all across the world to it's reunite. Not point. reunite, but to unite as one and just celebrate each other's skin. Your culture. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be that. Sorry. Shoot. But what we talking about today? What's y'all up? What we got? Me the fuck out. What we got? Because you know you've been on the road. Since, okay, we pressed, so, since we pressed record. Okay, so I've been on a fucking roll. But, since um, last episode. So what I feel like, you know, with our podcast, we like to talk about things that are current. Okay. And the thing that I have been seeing that has been current as of late is the whole, do you spank your child? Do you not spank your child? Is that coming from the 12-year-old getting her ass whooped for having I sex? Think Part of the discussion has stemmed from that video, yeah. but there have been other videos like within the past few weeks that have been resurfacing of, you know, parents disciplining their children. Yeah. Okay. And so I want to. So we're d- talking about dive, Yeah. Disciplining your children. Do, okay. Like how, we're, like, so we'll start off with how you were disciplined. Like, did you get spankings? It is safe to say that I have never received a whooping. Okay. A belt has never crossed my ass. Mm. Um, an extension cord has never crossed my ass. Mm-hmm. A switch has never crossed my ass. A shoe has never been thrown at me. Um, <laughs> what other crazy um things do people? Oh, uh, uh, um, fly swatter. A what? Fly swatter. A fly a fly swatter. Mm-hmm. That's some dirty shit. You got your I never got my ass. I was gonna say that's dirt. That's filthy. If your parents I if um, like I said, I've never um yeah, I've never received no type of now I have received like a swat at the mouth. Mm-hmm. So you got popped. I got popped in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um very understandable. Okay. Um you can fight me right now. It's it ain't it's, nothing. it's really nothing. Because you know you've been real antsy lately. I've been real antsy Okay. Period. Pe- now Anyway, beating children. Moving right along. (laughs) I have been popped in the mouth. Um, I have been. Yeah, I've never been put in time out. So, yeah, this. But don't get me wrong. I was disciplined. It's just. I I, I just I think when you see your other siblings get disciplined, it tightens you up. You just don't want to deal with that shit. Mm -hmm. So. And plus, I was the type of child where I wasn't really into a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing a lot of stuff. Like, I was in the house. 
So I barely go outside. To this day, I don't go outside. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do outside stuff. Okay. So I was in the house. So I wasn't getting into stuff. I got it. Like, And if I wanted to do something, I would ask my parents. Like, I would ask my mom and my dad. But nine times out of ten, if I wanted to go outside, I'm not outside for long. It was like a 30-minute thing mm-hmm. for me. I'm right back inside. And some of the neighborhoods I lived in, didn't even have kids around my age anyway. So who was I going to play with? Yeah. My older brother, five years older than me. So a 15-year-old not going to have a 10-year-old lagging behind him. And a girl, I'm a girl. So mm-hmm. boy, so no. I, so as far as discipline goes, my mom used to, Sheila used to like, her type of discipline, don't get me wrong now, Sheila will yoke your ass up. Mm-hmm. But it got to be like, you got to be... You got to be really under her skin. She done had a bad day, uh, you know. But her type of discipline was like, write me an essay explaining why so forth and so forth. What? And, yeah, she would read it. It okay. was it was a cute discipline thing because you don't want to, come on now, at 19 years old, you do not want to write no damn one-page essay. It's different. See, we're different kids. Yeah, I, I, because, that's obvious. No, we're different because... Okay, you say that you didn't like to write. so No, I like to write. Well, like as far as the punishment. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's no secret that Stephanie Williams busted my ass. I, I, I know. On she plenty of occasions. And I. Because, Antonio, you was probably just into can shit. Can I tell my shit? You can. Were you at 19 Main Street when I was getting my ass whooping? In spirit, I was. But no, she whipped my ass. And I can honestly say that I needed it. I was out of fucking control. And not like out of control, <laughs> like getting, you think I was getting into stuff. No, I used to get my ass beat because my mouth was smart and my attitude was bad as shit. Oh, that's believable. And the funny thing about me getting disciplined, spankings, beatings, whatever you want to call it or label it, people always thought, oh, you know, since my dad was a cop. They automatically assume, oh, yeah. oh I, know Tony, I know I'm Tony be getting on you. First of all, my dad has never put his fucking hands on me. Yeah, it's your mama. My mom yeah. would would get that strap and lay my ass out. Like, oh, my God. You be tired afterwards. You be ready to pack your I used to try to leave. run. <laughs> but see, she, she knew that I would try to run, but she would grab my ass, man. But like I said, I know that I was a child that needed yeah. discipline like that. Could y'all imagine? People who know me know how I am. Could y'all imagine if my mama didn't beat my ass? Well, I would see, be hell on I fucking wheels. I can't necessarily agree with that because just because you ain't getting no ass, well, they don't mean that, you know what I'm saying? It's more than one way to skin a cat. It's so, more than one way to discipline a child. See? That was going to lead me to my next point. Oh, okay. Every kid is not the same. I don't feel like every kid needs to be spanked. Or get their ass whooped. Mm-mm. Because like you said, every kid is different. But then there are those kids who need their ass whooped. Like me. Like, I feel like, like when it comes to me, if when, it, when it's time for me to discipline my children, if I do have them, my first resort is not going to be, oh, get the strap. It, that, that's not going to be my first method, depending upon the severity of, of the situation. Now... If you do something, you know, disrespect, we can talk it out. We'll talk it out. This is not right. Why? <laughs> X, Y, Z. But okay. if you repeatedly 
do try it, it if you and test me and try me, you are getting your ass whooped because it's clear <laughs> that me talking to you is not working. And the thing about my mom beating me, I say beating because that's, that's what we called it. Yeah. You're going to get a beating. Yeah. It wasn't because some people feel like, oh, you're just carrying on the same um, slave mentality. Um, it, it is very detrimental to your um, growth and shit. No, the mm-hmm. people who say that, I feel like y'all parents were whipping y'all motherfucking ass like to, to oblivion. Yeah, that's why I said that's my, why I said. my ass whippings wasn't like that. <laughs> First of all, I knew I deserved it. Second of all, it <laughs> she would hit me like maybe, maybe eight, nine, ten times. And then the thing about it is that after she beat me, now I didn't like this shit after she beat me because I thought she was crazy as hell. Oh, yeah, she acted like nothing happened. No, she would be like, give me a hug. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I didn't want to do this. And then explain to me X, Y, Z. Why you did it. I would look at her hug. (laughs) I can't even feel my ass right now. You talking about a damn hug. It's funny because when we were getting, when I was coming up, you know, my dad was the was the was the belt person. The like, disciplinarian. Yeah, he was. No, nah, no, no. Hold on, Sheila was too. But my dad would pull out that belt. Okay. Okay. Then I just tell you, Sheila would yoke your ass up. Like it's no, ain't no whoopings with Sheila. It's yeah, yoke your ass up. But it happened so quick, and it's just like, mm-hmm. ooh, because she did me like that when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna tell that story. However, um. I lost my train of thought. What, what what did you just say? I was talking about how I felt like certain ki- like how after my mom would beat me, she oh would yeah, talk got to me it. After when Sheila would do her whole cussing out discipline thing, she she would like it would be like silence in the house for a little minute, and mm-hmm. then next thing you know, it's like what y'all want to eat, and it's like hold on now, wait, whoa, did you just? Cuss us out and she'll be in there cooking dinner ready, y'all. Like it's that's why I said when you say your mama hug you. Yeah, that's just how it operates. Now, there's some things that I don't agree with. Like, really? I don't feel like you should cuss your children out. Oh. Now, some people may feel like you believe in hitting your child and cussing or and you believe in hitting a child but not cursing them. I feel like when you curse a child I, or, or yell at a child, I feel like dehumanizes them this is my opinion it dehumanizes them and it just has like a negative effect because i can speak to that because even though my dad didn't hit me oh he would cuss your ass out he only cussed at me once oh and stephanie nipped that shit in the bud oh because she's like you know i'm be cussing at my son like that oh okay well, because he, he 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 said some wild crazy shit it wasn't like no i'm gonna beat your ass he said some off the wall next level shit well I- hold on let me finish but like I was saying, I don't feel like, because I feel like if you yell at, like I said, if you feel like if you yell at a child, I feel like that can leave more harmful effects on a kid more so than beating, if if it's done correctly. I don't feel like, I feel like everything, it's all in how you do everything. If you beating a child, whipping their ass, leaving them bloody in the corner, of course they're not going to want to be in. But if you... Spank a child, explain to them why they did it, still assure them that you love them, it's cool. Now, if you're yelling at a child, cursing at them, making them feel less than, I feel like that's worse than a beating. 
Like, I would rather my mom beat me than have my dad be cussing, ranting, and raving, hollering, and shit around the house. That's nerve-wracking to me. To me. I don't know about everybody else, but to me... It, well, it's not necessarily nerve-wracking. Like, I, I, I get your standpoint, but I'm not necessarily going to sit here and say we got cussed out all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what I want to do. But my dad's favorite word was motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That was like a noun for him. So you feel like that's okay to call your child a motherfucker? Well, that's how I was raised, honey. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm it not wasn't about how you were raised. I'm saying. He wasn't, he, that was just, that was just like a, a, a term for him that just naturally came out. So if he was describing something, he would say that motherfucker, mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. But he wasn't saying like, you motherfucker, da, da, da. Like he was just, that's just a, that was just a natural term for him to come out in his mouth to say because that was just his favorite cussing word. Mm-mm. I don't agree. So, I mean, you don't have to agree with how I was raised, honey. I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying here asking. I don't you to, agree with he how wasn't you were raised. Cu- I'm saying he wasn't how people are cursing at children. I don't agree with no, that. No, but see, it has when you say with you, he, I'm when talking you about say, what I think. when you say cussing their children, when he said that we knew he wasn't cussing us, like disciplining us, that's literally his word that he would use. He wasn't chastising us and reprimanding us. That's literally what's his. That was like a. That was just like his word. Is what I'm saying. However. If you sitting up here calling your child bitches and hoes and so forth and so forth, then I can understand how you can feel dehumanized when you because you're you're now bringing down the child's self-esteem. That's that was that's, the whole point. That's what that's what the whole point is. But I just had to say the motherfucker part because it's different spectrums to cussing. Okay, so, so you say you say it's different spectrums. Okay, your dad wasn't necessarily calling y'all motherfuckers motherfuckers his favorite cuss word. Okay, I got it. I understand that fully. But when you're talking to children, do you not feel as though that there should be like some type of censor, some type of filter? Despite motherfucker is my favorite cuss word, but I'm not. If my niece pisses me off, I'm not gonna say Jaden, get your motherfucking ass over here. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's a difference between doing it when you're mad and just doing it when you're having a casual conversation. Of course, but we're not talking yeah, about so, casual okay, conversation. Yeah, so okay, so I mean, it's time to discipline. I that's just had to make about. sure I put that out there. Okay. So when you're doing it, when you're cussing them out and you're mad, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's a problem because that child can't do it back to you. Because then what happens? You yelling disrespect. Mm-hmm. So the child then in turn. Is gonna get an even worse. Reform- this you're gonna get it even worse because the child at some point that child gonna say some sh- some shit back to you. Mm-hmm. And one thing I will say about the black community, especially, mm-hmm. is our parents can chastise us. Mm-hmm. Not now, because you know we all grown. Right. I mean, even sometimes now, because yeah. it's just like you still want to respect your parents. But. You're doing you're doing it so much to your child. The child know they can't do nothing or say nothing. It's gonna be a buildup, mm-hmm. and eventually that child might just whoop your ass when they Wait, get older. Talk about whipping your parents' ass. Excuse me. Yes, I've seen it happen before. Are you serious? Yes, it's gonna it's going to build up because you've been doing it so long. You've been mm-hmm. talking slick for so long. The child can't do anything. The child eventually grows up. Mm-hmm. And slaps the dog shit out of you. And not even saying, like, I'm not even saying slaps the dog shit out of you, but a fight will ensue. For example, my mom and my dad had my oldest brother, who is 20 years older than me. Mm-hmm. 
but that wasn't my dad's son. Okay. They were going at it like cats and dogs sometimes. Mm-hmm. So my mom was just like, go outside and fight. Your dad and then. The, and my older brother. Your other older brother. Go outside like and fight. Yeah. Okay. But pretty yeah, much yeah, raised yeah. him as yeah, mom. Yeah. Go outside and fight. You think that's okay? I think, too, I think her mindset was, y'all getting on my nerves, mm-hmm. and I can't have peace in my home because y'all going at it so much. Go outside and get it over with. But the crazy thing about the story, because she tells it all the time, the crazy thing about the story is they didn't fight. How did they resolve it? I don't know, because I wasn't born oh, yet. Oh, okay, okay. But I know when she told them that, and they took the opportunity, they didn't take that opportunity because they still had respect for themselves. For okay. each other too, so it's just like, so why y'all sitting up here arguing with each other? But like I said, back to my point, if you keep talking crazy to your kid, because when you talk crazy to your child that can't defend themselves, mm-hmm. that builds up anxiety. Exactly. So when you present as it's gonna, it's gonna blow. Like, and I can speak to that. Like, I mean, even when you get your ass whooped, that shit gonna because the kid can't fight back. Like, I can speak to that. Like. Like, as far as, like, me and my relationship with my dad, like, how you said, like, with that constant yelling and that constant disrespect, like, I never had to lash out at him because my mom stopped that shit and how he was handling, you know, trying to rear us, but I could see my, I could see that's where it was going because it was just, like, whatever, whatever, and people may think, oh, you know, you say you love your dad. Yeah, I've grown to love my dad because my dad, of course, is a changed man. But when I was a child, I did not like him. Like, well, you know, and that's, that, that's that's perfectly okay. It's okay to not like a parent. I mean, I can't say the same. Yeah. But some, I've, you're not the only person that heard that they just didn't like a specific parent. Yeah. Like, they just, ugh. But then you grow, you understand, they apologize, they learn, you learn, and you move right. on, and you don't dwell on it. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like, oh, my childhood, when it came to disciplinary disciplinary action from him, that it was just, like, so hunky-dory, and he was just, yeah. like. you just had beef. Yeah. You had beef with your daddy, though. That's all it did. You was, just little, you was real beefy. Y'all so, was, y'all was oh, I can only imagine. We, literally. I tell people all the time that it was Jumanji around that house. Well, you know, she looked, I don't think me, I don't think me and she got along when I was a teenager because, you know, I'm a female. Girls yeah, so it's thing. just, and two women can't be in the house together, but now, you know, yeah. that, like, I mean, me and her, we still battle it out, but it's on a different level now because it's like, you grown. Bro. I'm grown. Like, you mm-hmm. can't, I, but I'm not going to be sitting around here, uh, I mean, at 16, 15 years old, like, it, that was still my mama. Yeah. And you know, some parents like to be best friends with their kids. I, I am that. not your best friend. And that's where a lot of problem comes in this yeah. day and time when it comes to how children are acting outside of the home. Yeah. And actually even inside of the home because they have built this relationship with their child that they're your best friend. Yeah, I don't no. want my child to be my motherfucking best friend. I want you to be able to feel comfortable enough coming to me, telling me whatever it is is yeah, on your mind, what's going on, anything that's bothering you. But there needs to be a clear and distinct barrier to let you know, do not fucking play with me. Because, I mean, I'm saying, and until you get out that house, 
Yeah. 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 Until you get out. Like, Ask, I, y'all, like until you get I out love house. my mom dearly. Like, she wasn't my friend. My mom was clearly my parent, but I loved her. We yeah. had fun, blah, blah, blah. But when she said some shit and, sh- and meant business about it, Listen. the shit got done. Like, it wasn't no, like, why or oh, back sassing because I knew. And that's the problem with kids this, this day. I just feel like kids don't have. You're not supposed to fear your parent, but you're supposed to respect them. Yeah, they don't have it. They don't have it. They don't have it. Because everybody wants to be all buddy-buddy. I be looking at kids now, and I, like... You need your ass whooped. Hello? I did that. I do it at the nail salon. I did it at the mall one time. I actually stared a child down because she just was acting a fool. I really had to look at her with the eye, like... Because the thing about it, when you, especially when you're out in public, like, I'm not, with, with a little child, Lord, they crazy. I'm public. not going to go back and forth with you. That falling out in the grocery store and shit, hollering and screaming, I'm Have you actually seen that happen, though? going to have it. Like, I've when you it. see it happen, you stop. What you do? You stop, ooh. and you be like, ooh, shit. What is the parent going to do? <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Like, what I'll are you going to so, do? like, ooh. Because, like, some people, oh, you know, I would just talk to my kid. When you in a situation like that, talking shit does not work. It does not. I don't give a fuck what you, you say. Pull, all that you philosophy, gotta, all that. You got to pull them to the restaurant Psychology shit that people be talking about. Oh, you can talk to your kid. No. You got to pull them to the pull restroom. Pull you, you need to pull your kids up because the thing that I dislike the most is an unruly child. If you got a badass kid, keep that badass kid at home. Man. Cause I don't like disrespect. I don't like disrespect from adults. I don't like disrespect from nobody. Yes, yeah, so. especially some unruly ass kid. I mean, but like I said, it's, well, we both know it started at home. Yeah, started at home. So, how do you feel about? How do you feel like you're going to discipline your children? I don't even know though. Like you don't? Do you believe I in have, spanking? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I see. I can. I'm sitting here telling you right now. I really don't know because I don't. I don't have kids yet. Yeah, I, that's why I can't speak for it. I don't. I don't know. You never said and thought about it. Like if my kid did X Y Z, this mm-hmm. is how I would respond. I knowing my crazy ass, I think I would do more so talking talking shit to my child mm-hmm. than I would like physical touching my child. Okay, because I like, but I'm not saying like emotionally abuse you yeah but i'm saying like oh like i'm that parent oh you know all the lyrics to the song but you don't know your abc's mm-hmm. like i'm that person i'm in be- like i think i'm the parent that will pop up at the schoolhouse mm-hmm. schoolhouse i said schoolhouse <laughs> <laughs> oh i think <laughs> wow. my daddy used to say schoolhouse uh-huh. but i think i will be the, the parent that will pop up at the school mm-hmm. to either one embarrass you mm-hmm. Or two, figure out what the hell going mm-hmm. on because you ain't doing something. And I don't even, I don't even know. That's what kind of parent I. Well, that's what type of discipline I would. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I, I I don't even find myself picking up no belt and 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 doing the doing the doing the dance with it. Like I don't find myself doing stuff like that because it's just that's exhausting. Listen, I seen my daddy beat my brother ass one time. Mm-hmm. That was enough for me. That was enough? Yep. Enough. Now, I said this on Twitter the other day. Now, I feel like when it comes to your children, I feel like, you know, when you have your sons, I feel like the mother can discipline them, and I feel like the father can discipline them. I've seen that tweet. But when it comes to the girls, I don't feel like the father should be handling that. I don't know why not. 
You feel like a, a dad can like it should beat be the equal. child? I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying beat. Not beat her, but spank. Yeah. And my, my daddy popped me in the mouth. Mama, my mama didn't pop me in the mouth. My dad did. I have a problem with that. No, it wasn't no I don't problem. I want to say like a problem, but I just don't feel like I was I was a hundred percent I was a hundred percent daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before yeah. he passed away, I was still a hundred percent daddy's girl. I didn't think of him any differently when he popped me in the mouth. Okay. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a oh I'm not like he, he just popped me in the mouth because mm-hmm. I probably did say something slick at like five, six years old and I probably didn't know it was slick, but he popped me in the mouth. He probably explained to me, mm-hmm. you know, don't do that no more. But the pop in the mouth definitely I remember because his knuckles were hard. <laughs> well, I mean knuckles are hard anyway, but you know, right. like, you know, that it was a pop. No, mama didn't my mom my mama really didn't touch me. Okay, so the two, so when I tweeted that, two girls responded to me. Oh, okay. One, one of them being Kayla, our friend Kayla Dumont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other young lady responded, and she were, they were saying that their two worst weapons were from by, their father. By their father, and they said they never looked at them the same. Oh, no. I didn't. Mm-mm. Like, never looked at them the like, same. I feel like, don't get me wrong, men aren't stronger naturally. So, you know, you got to hold back a little bit because you can't go as in. That's yeah. what, I, I do believe you, you don't need to go in as hard because. Maybe when they were getting their at when they was getting that when it was happening to them, and I can't speak for them, but mm-hmm. maybe it was just it was just too much. Okay. Now what I will say, and that's what I'm saying, my dad never whooped me with a belt. Mm-hmm. Hence me saying I never got a whooping. But there there was a that's why I said that's more than one way to discipline a child. Right. You, so you, you, okay. So, so the video that was was going around. Oh no, I don't support that. With the father be, yeah, because no. of the sex thing. Yeah, no, I don't support that. Okay. Now that okay. that's what that's what I mean by he had too much energy. He had too much going on. There was too much energy in that. Like yeah. that was he had some insides going on with that. Like he probably felt he was mad at something else that happened to him that day, mm-hmm. and he took it out on that child because yes, yeah, she twelve, yes, yeah, she having sex, but there's no reason. Why you should have went in on her like that? Like, that's not gonna that's not gonna make that girl's hymen Stop come. Sex. No, it's not gonna make her hymen come back. So she still she uh, her, the virginity is gone. And the virginity's gone, and she's nine times out of ten and gonna find a way to have sex and, you know and sneak what? and do it. She probably won't even have sex again. I mean, well, I'm not saying again. She'll have sex again, but she probably won't have it like consistently like how we have like <laughs> like how we have it now. It's we grown have adult. it. I don't have sex. Like I said, cause I just I'm tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. Um. Anyway, she probably won't have like. Yes, yeah, she tried it out when she was twelve. One, mm-hmm. why did she get to the point where she felt like she needed to try it out when she was twelve? Cause I know when I was twelve years old, I want to think about having. So yeah, you had your little crushes. Yeah, you know you might get felt up on. Let's be honest yeah. here. Uh, you know, you know the innocent shit that's going on. But I mean, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I don't know. I didn't know that 12 year old girls were having sex when I was 12 because mm-hmm. it happens. But why did they? Why did that girl feel like she should be able to do it at such a young age? So there's obviously a disconnect going on in the house, like the birds and the bees conversation. I don't even think I had a birds and the bees conversation. Sheila told me, just make sure you know if you're ready. You know, make sure you're ready, but let's focus on your school. Your, you know, let's focus mm-hmm. on school right now. And that was that. That was that. It, I didn't have no boy. Like, it, it, no. So he 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 went in too hard. Now, do you feel like he would have went in as hard if it was his 12 year old son? Do you feel like it would have been a different type of repercussion, or you feel it would have been the same? 
feel like he does. I still I feel like the son would have still got his ass whooped too. I don't think so. You don't think so? You think it would have been like a pat th- on, like a high five? I don't think it would be like a high five, but I think he would, like, you know, let's keep it a buck. Fathers treat their sons differently when it comes to that, in that the arena. The double standard, like what we talked yeah, about, the what double we discussed. Standard. Yeah, yes, the double standard. Like, when it comes to sex and things like that, they want their little girls to be their little girls forever. And then their sons, they out here knocking some shit down. They, they like, they might yeah. not say it in front of the mom, but it'd be like, That's blah, how you blah, do blah. it, yeah. So I don't I know. I feel like I feel like he would have if he really wanted. I feel like, yeah, I feel like um, the son would have got his ass whooped too. <laughs> I do, I really do, because I mean that on no accord you shouldn't be twelve having sex. But I know it's twelve year old men out here. I mean boys. That's probably out here dicking some shit down. Excuse my excuse that phrase, but that's crazy though. I didn't. It's crazy that I was just under the assumption, even though you say you got yoked up, I really would have thought just like by how you are and how Miss Sheila is, I would have definitely thought that she was like, get the strap, oh, I'm no. beat that ass. No, no, no. She, no, my mom's type of mom was she would throw pants at your ass. Like it's no, it's what? not. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not no type of belts. Like she doesn't use belts. She get a pan through at you? No, no, no. I'm oh. just saying that's that. That's, uh, that's the. That's the. That's oh. the. Like when you get her going, that's the type of shit she on. Like she be yeah. on some shit now. I'm not like no. Nah, she. My mom was a country girl from Dallas, Georgia. Okay, she gonna hate me if she listens to this podcast. She gonna come up to my room and say, I ain't her. Listen. <laughs> Sis fight. Okay. Lord have she mercy. She fight. She get. She get. She light on her feet. I done seen it happen to other people, not me. Yeah. 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 But no, she yoked me up a couple one time. I was seventeen. Okay. And uh, that's it. We had a little. We had a moment. That moment passed. It has passed, here. and you know we we good now. Now I'm yoking bitches up for her. Yeah. Oh. Period. That's it. Yeah, you don't mess with that one now. We got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the disciplinarian now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, discipline your kids. I, I feel like it. it yeah, I, yeah, I, I do agree with you on. It, it depends on what what kind of child the child you, is. You are, yeah, because you know you yeah. got quiet kids that they might need the discipline, mm-hmm. and, and then they, some that don't. Because you know them quiet ones, them be the hellions for them real. Them motherfuckers be them be the sneaky ones. Them niggas you gotta watch. You gotta but yeah, I know I'm gonna catch a whole lot of flack when this shit drop because some people. Our oh, age yeah, era, they really very feel sensitive. like very oh, you shouldn't yeah, be beating your child. Sensitive. Well, you let your little Johnny and Tommy disrespect you and call you all type yeah. of motherfuckers, while I have respect for, for mine. Yeah, like, I'm I'm yes. not for that shit. Yeah. Point blank, period. So that's my stance on it. My stance is very different. Like I, again, let me reiterate. I don't feel like every child yeah, needs an ass yeah. whooping. I believe in ass whoopings, and I will be giving them out. Yeah, I don't know if I believe in them because I never had Never had one, right. So So you don't know until you're in that moment. So I can understand your viewpoint on it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead. What are we going to do? We're going to whoop some ass, friend? Bye, Tony. Okay, go ahead. You, the thing about you, (laughs) you be alley-ooping me, and then when you see the look in my eyes like I'm about to go in, you be wanting me to stop. Yeah, no, don't even do it. That one no alley-oop. We ain't going to whoop no ass. We not going to discipline nobody. It's okay. We don't have kids yet. Let's just wait till we have kids to do all that.
please. <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and crown the king and queen of the week. Okay. So we decided to crown Jaden Smith. Oh, for feeding the homeless people. Yeah, the king of the week. So pretty much with Jaden, he opened up a free food truck called the I Love You Restaurant. Um, and the sole purpose of him opening up the restaurant was to feed the homeless people in mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Most people don't know, but um, Los Angeles has like a homeless population of around approximately like 50,000 people. So for him to use his, his celebrity, his money, to open up a food truck that isn't just like any type of food truck, it's all healthy, all vegan food, really speaks volumes to his character, speaks volumes to how he was raised. And he's always been very philanthropic. Yeah. Because he started um, a company, a water company called Just Water. Yeah. I which installed a filtration system in Flint, Mich Michigan. Yeah. Who That's we dope. know still has dirty water yeah that's I've, i fuck with that idea I so like it's that. crazy that it takes a celebrity to do that yeah. and the their own government officials hell even the president has neglected to step in and try to correct that problem so again we crown Jaden smith we're saluting him because i think that's dope yeah especially considering flint doesn't have water like you said well they have water it's just dirty it's not filtered and feeding the homeless that's like a that's like the best type of give back you can give because Absolutely. you know in georgia it's three hundred dollars to get a permit to feed the homeless are you serious yep i've seen i've seen that kind of information floating around somewhere i don't know how very how true it is but i will well, i do know in the city of atlanta you can't feed the homeless i do know that and i do know you need a permit how much it costs, I don't know, but I seen somebody say it costs three hundred dollars. Wow. Just to feed the homeless. Just to feed them. Just to feed the homeless. That says something. That says a lot. So it's that's just ridiculous. This uh, it's it's not even pointless. Okay, who we got for Queen? So the Queen of the Week is no other than Shayla Span. Shayla. Um, Shayla, of course, is a dope director, filmmaker, everything. She's been on the grind since I've known her. J School. J School, family days, doing the Greek step show videos, mm -hmm. you know, repping for her um, sorority, which is the Beta Alpha Chapter Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I mean, that's what it is. So she did. She did their videos and all their promotion. Don't I look know. at me like that. I know. I know. But anyway, so I'm crowning her queen of the week because of all her works in the past. And then also recently she received a student Emmy for her film, um, River Mint Film. And she just announced earlier this week that it, the film will be having its cable television premiere on Aspire TV, which is going to be on August 10th at 8 p.m. So okay. her hard work, her film is going to be on primetime TV. Okay. That's, yeah. So that's hella dope. Like, all of her things, are, everything that she's been working for and working toward is starting it to come into fruition. It takes a long time for filmmakers to get like yes. that acknowledgement. Yeah, it takes a long time. Yes. I remember she did her little web series. Not little. I don't mean little like well, in the we, creating sense. You know I, what I mean? She did her web series, Quarter Century. Like, Yeah, I have no, I'm, I've heard of that. 
she, it, she's that. been in the trenches and working very, very hard. So to see like her get her shine and she deserves get it. her praise and things like that, I'm very, very proud well, of you. Well, you know, Shayla. I'm a big supporter of anybody that, c- that comes out of J School, the journalism building anyway. So I don't care if you damn picking up plastic bottles off the side of the road, but you, you know, you got a camera standing up. And, you know, if you say you're in J School, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. So, so shout congratulations out to, you, to you, Shayla. We're very proud of you here at Crown Conversation, the podcast. Just keep up the good work. And if you ever need us for a cameo, holla at your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know, girl. I'm ready to put on my at the hat swords. Just give me a script. Time, place, we there. Hey. Nah, I don't. I, I, Girl, you ain't got to put a budget in for my hair and makeup. That'll get done. <laughs> Period. I just, just let me know. Call me. But yeah, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Crown Conversation, the podcast. We hope that it spurs a lot of conversation, a lot of think pieces, since everybody likes to think on everything else. No, that's for you. Don't come to me with no think piece. <laughs> Jenna. Listen, I'm not. Listen, I, I've sent, I sent my last essay a week ago. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you guys for supporting us each and every week. And we look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Y'all have a good week. Bye, y'all.